0: Hello! My name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Welcome to episode two. I genuinely did not think that this was going to happen. I was very convinced that episode one would just be shelved and in my library of unpublished podcasts. But here we are on episode two, so at least that's one victory. So today I have a very wonderful special guest joining me, and that of course is my boyfriend Christopher. And in today's podcast, we spoke about our careers, we spoke about university, and kind of what it's like being close to 30 and not actually being in what society would call a proper career and the highs and the lows and everything in between. And I must apologise, I really need to learn to stop talking and let my guests speak more because I think growing up in a big family of speakers, I have to learn that I need to take a step back and do some listening. <laughs> but without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you. How does it feel? um like an like a normal day just with a camera with a microphone in the middle <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i don't actually have a, a proper setup for my microphone at the moment so i'm literally recording everything through my camera with a microphone on top
1: and that's exactly what it feels like
0: super high tech yeah super podcast <laughs>
1: it's how you it's how you start and yeah. then any in a year's time when you've got a, your own recording studio
0: thinking big i like it yeah
1: and, Two weeks time when we have got that <laughs> we'll look back on this day and think oh do you remember that
0: see so we kind of wanted to talk about careers and the fact that we're now edging towards the big three zero and we don't really have careers it's coming yet. in
1: coming in hot isn't it it is it's coming in quick and fast
0: so we're 27 both of us there's a month between us so mm-hmm. we are not the same age
1: well we're not because there's a month
0: wow well, yeah true okay it's really technical that yeah But yeah, in less than three years now, two and a half years, we'll be 30. Yeah. That's quite a... Like
1: our year group are 28 this year.
0: Yeah, that's really scary. That is scary. The more you say that, the more I feel like I might poop my pants and just run out the room crying.
1: Yeah, I was going to jump out the window, but yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, just uh, just to so let you know that we're filming in my bedroom and my bedroom is technically on the second floor, but it's the first floor. So yeah. it's still quite a job for him.
1: But it's not going to damage me in any way, it so it'll be a nice... So what's the point? No, so I can carry on running, obviously. Oh, got it, yeah. got it, yeah. I don't want to jump out running. and then, yeah, exactly, and then run away from responsibilities of any kind. That's what we do anyway. Yeah. So
0: we both went to university and I'd say we both had quite different experiences.
1: Completely different experiences.
0: I, well, we both started at the same time. So as soon as I finished sixth form, I went to university.
1: 2012. 11. Oh, 2011.
0: 2011. Yeah, it was actually. So <sighs> I and Chris, we made our decision on what to study in 2010, I would guess. Really? Because yeah, you submit your applications in 2010 Mm. yeah sort of the year before you're going and that whole so the first and second year of sixth form is just completely geared up to university the whole time they don't give you really another option well they didn't give us another option it was kind of you go to uni or you you've got nothing and that's kind of how Mm. it was targeted at my year group
1: ours was a little bit different it's kind of you got uni or you can go and do an apprenticeship but Mm. the way they made apprenticeships out was kind of like oh if you want to do like a trade skill you can go and do an apprenticeship for that whereas I think it's completely different now I
0: mean I don't know if schools get some sort of funding or some sort of grant when they get people into university or if it just makes them look
1: good but I think it makes them look good
0: my goodness my school rammed it down our throats to the point where all of us were like well we've got to go to university and we've got to go go do this go do that and if you don't go to university you're a failure which I think really was quite a a big thing to take on at that age and I also at that age I, I always knew I wanted to be a TV presenter and by this stage I had been doing auditions and I had been no actually I hadn't I think I was 18 when I did my first audition maybe I'm lying too close to yeah I was close to but I knew that's what I wanted to do but there wasn't a university degree that was TV presenting so I like asked around people that I knew and people that were kind of in the TV industry that I knew of or had friends of friends that had experience in it and everyone said to me don't go To acting school because if you go to acting school, it's basically just going to make you like every other presenter in the world. So I was like, okay, I won't do that, even though that's kind of the route I really, really wanted to go down. And even to this day, I kind of feel like I should have done that. But I, after looking around quite a lot, I found a degree course in broadcast journalism, which is obviously journalism on like TV or radio. And that seemed like the best option for me. It seemed like the best way to sort of learn to be in front of the camera and also be behind the camera and what it takes to be in that industry, but it kind of what it did is made me come out of it and not want to do it anymore, I think.
1: Yeah, it can really put you off if you have bad experiences or you don't take to it like you thought you would.
0: It's not even that I had bad experiences, what I realised is that that degree was all about the news and how all we did was sort of release negative news and it was naggy neggy, neggy, and there was just no positivity in it. No posy like, vibes. No posy vibes and Dreadful I'm all about stuff. the posi vibes.
1: Dreadful.
0: But I mean what was your experience at uni?
1: <laughs> the course wise?
0: Yeah. Or like even getting into your core like why did you choose what you did?
1: The reason I went to the place that I went to is because I didn't do very well on my A-levels, so I didn't get into any of my first choices, so it was through Clearing, I think it's yeah, called. Clearing. Clearing. So I had to go through that and I was, I didn't have a lot of UCAS points to work with, which is what they go off to mm. get you into university and stuff, and uh, I was just crawling around these universities trying to get in through Clearing and the one that I, I went to, I don't know, should I name it? Shall I not name it? Yeah, you is can name thing, it. it? Yeah. yeah, University of Cumbria in Carlisle, yeah, I rang them and I was like, how many UCAS points you need, and they were like 80. And I was like, I don't know if that's high or low. And that's really, really low. Oh, because I was like, oh my goodness, get got, me, sign so me m- up. I was just I didn't even really look into it properly. I, I knew. It was the subjects that I wanted to go down and the route I wanted to go down at the time. So I was just like, absolutely, yes, sign me up. Let's go for it. Then I was really buzzing that I got into uni. Really wish I hadn't have done it. Really? Yeah, just every part of it was just... I didn't... course was okay. I've always had an interest in sport, so I went down the physical education route and was going to be a physical education teacher.
0: A.K.A. PE.
1: PE. Physical education just makes it sound... More. Fancier. Yeah. A bit better. We did do, like, different... You did, like, anatomy and physiology, did like sociology and sport as we do they'd like the teaching aspect side mm-hmm. and like the psychology side behind sport which is all very interesting but has really put me into a position where now i don't really want to do that and then I'm not sure it was it was the right call and I, I definitely didn't like the place or the actual university itself it was such a small low-funded university i, I feel i think that
0: I, I also i personally don't feel like you had the actual university experience you didn't no, live there did you it was
1: kind of like a glorified college kind of experience Like sixth form, but not sixth form kind of thing where you kind of have freedom but you kind of don't and I don't know. it's not what I expected of university
0: that's kind of frustrating I feel that that's the one thing about uni for me I had honestly the best experience I made mm. some friends that I've kind of kept with me until even now and I did have a full-on uni experience
1: even like speaking to you about yours you had so many different socials yeah you had like so many different things with that where ours was just I think they had a football one and a rugby one and then yeah. girls had like netball and that was about it I
0: mean it might be a little bit different for us I I mean I went to Brighton University and I didn't actually have my course So when I basically found out that I got into Brighton University, I was buzzing It was my second choice, my first choice was Bournemouth, but to get into Bournemouth It was like AAA and I didn't get AAA. I think I got ABC or something and so I got Brighton and then as soon as I got got on my results day as soon as I got my letter through it said University of Brighton Hastings campus and I was like what hey I'm going to Hastings because Hastings if you don't know is probably over an hour away from Brighton on a good day so I kind of felt really sort of tricked into cheated. where to go yeah i felt cheated and so i didn't live in hastings but they had campuses all over the place and the campus that i lived at actually ended up being more of a sports campus so that's where people did courses like you did and a lot of people i knew there did sports and science and i can't remember what the other ones are called but mm. yeah basically they were all like sports related a majority of the people i knew were sports and science or events management the the thing that i loved about uni is we had such a just everyone that went there had their focus on sports and there was varsity games that we played every year against Sussex University and there was a lot of competition. It was like a, a community and a lot of school spirit, which I loved. And it was almost like how I imagine college to be in America at my uni. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was so, so much fun. I honestly, I really enjoyed the course. It just kind of made me feel like afterwards. This isn't really the avenue I want to go down. At the time we had people come in and speak from like CNN and we had lecturers from the BBC which was really cool like my university experience was amazing and all the education that I got from it was amazing but it kind of just made me not Want to go into news essentially, but it, I still wanted to be a presenter. I say all that, but I do remember when I was there, I would have fought tooth and nail to have been on BBC News or Sky Sports or Sky News like, literally anything. I was like, I'm going to be doing that. I had so much determination and I really, really wanted to do it. But as soon as I graduated, I was like, I got deflated. Yeah, I got a job at Heart FM and was like, no. And I don't know. It suddenly was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. And I guess I panicked and
1: I think you definitely have that panic stage where you're like oh my god like I don't think I've done the right th- well I mean I think I did anyway I don't think I've done the right course here what am I going to go into what can I do now I feel like I've just wasted all this money because it obviously costs a lot and especially now we were lucky because we got the three thousand
0: yeah the year, year after us it went up it to went the nine
1: thousand like so in a way we're lucky and it's part of the reason why I panicked into going to uni was mm. because I don't want to go back a year maybe wait or just take a year out and then pay nine grand instead of three
0: yeah i think that was definitely, I think that the definitely thing when we were yeah
1: that definitely didn't help
0: no but i i mean overall i am i am glad i went to uni and the experience mm. i had i wouldn't change for anything but there is still part of me now that thinks god you know what i wish i did go to like I think Guildford School of Acting was where I really wanted to go I, I probably wouldn't have gotten in there but um, that's very
1: negative to uh, you Don't speak <laughs> like that, you never know I mean,
0: you know, that's kind of the route I wanted to go and I look back on it now and I think oh, you know, I should have done that but at the same time, everything does happen for a reason and, you know, things work out the way they work out and you'll always end up on the path you're meant to be on anyway, I believe
1: Yeah, absolutely
0: So whatever it took to get to where you are now was the right thing to do Yeah
1: looking back, I'm glad I did the degree because I got to do so many things that came from that, like going to Disney and doing all my Disney programme stuff. And you did the Universal programme.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah.
1: And you can only do that when you're in university.
0: Which if you didn't do it, you wouldn't have had those experiences. Yeah.
1: Which you could have done the CRP that we've just done. But I didn't know about that at the time. No. And maybe I don't think I would have liked to do it at that age. I think I'd have been too too young. Too young, for sure. So yeah, I'm glad that doing a degree did lead me to doing that because it's then led me to where Where i am now now. just now i'm like oh i kind of wish i would have done something i liked at uni
0: so that you've now So that i
1: now have something to go into
0: it is i mean i don't think i would have changed my degree at all like looking back there's nothing else i would have done i think i always sort of toy with the idea of graphic design but essentially that's not That's not what I want to do. It's just like a a fallback for me. But the one issue that I had when I came out of university is I moved back to the Isle of Wight to my parents' house and I just got a job, any old job, basically, so that I could move to London. And eventually, when I moved to London, I started job hunting and I realized it's actually really hard to break into the industry of any kind when you've not had any prior actual work experience so I started trying to get into social media and I was looking everywhere and I just I couldn't find anything for ages and I remember actually going quite deep into my overdraft when I moved to London for the first time in 2015 and just being like I'm so unhirable like I have this degree behind me and no one will hire me I was kind of getting no's everywhere I went and I just I kind of felt like what's what was the point in uni if I'm not employable yeah. I guess that's how a lot of people go like that don't they
1: yeah I think so and especially one of the only ways in that sort of situation to get hired is through like a graduate program mm. but they're so competitive yeah like there's so many graduates going for the same job and then not even graduates from that year maybe someone's taking a year out and then regoing like another yeah. year and it just gets so difficult
0: i mean i got quite lucky in the end i i, mm. I got a job eventually it paid Terribly I'll be honest But It was an entry level job into social media And it just again What it did was made me hate that job I, I really hated that job when I was there And I was like I, I'm just not finding any passion in it And I decided to give up and go travelling And then I went travelling And ended up in Disney doing a CRP And then I came back and was like what do I do now And went into another job in social media And was like I I'm not enjoying this either And then I went back to Disney And here I am now thinking If I had just stuck it out in the first place Maybe something else would have come from that and I would have done something else but I would have had a career by now Yeah. but equally I wouldn't have had all the great experiences I had I don't know I feel like all of this has just kind of taught me one we're all on our own path and on our own timeline and two you- you're always going to kind of regret things and have the what if in yeah. your head but ultimately I feel ultimately, like you've always
1: got to look at it I wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for that yeah. decision like you'd be exactly. on a completely different path a completely different timeline and who knows that may be better or worse but I suppose you made the decision now so you've got to <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> just got to stick with it (laughs)
1: just got to get on with it really haven't we
0: dug that hole yeah but you're you're like learning something new now
1: yeah so i've started to learn how to code computer computer coding coding um I actually enjoy it. It's like the first thing that I've done, really, that I'll do a bit every day and I really enjoy it. And luckily with coding you can be self-taught so they don't really, obviously if you do have a degree in like computer science you'll be very desirable candidate. Oh, you're
0: a very desirable candidate. But, oh, so very very desirable desirable candidate. Candidate.
1: but you know, they, there are jobs where they accept self-taught coders if you've done coding on whatever course you've done online or, but as long as you can showcase that you can do the work then you're hireable. If there's anyone who's hiring for a coding job out there, I am currently learning. <laughs> Uh, html and css so if you want to post the job offers in my uh, dms i'll be happy to take a look
0: slide into your dms yep. he is at chrisw024 on instagram i think that's probably the best thing to have done and especially now we've got lockdown you've got all this time to spend learning new skills i
1: actually think as well going into the future I might be wrong but i think employee employers are going to be like what did you do in Lockdown. You started a podcast. I learned how to code. But I do think that is going to be because you know what they like in job interviews? They throw little sideways know, I've questions. Not
0: been to one for a while, unfortunately.
1: I mean, when was my last one? Probably for when I did recruitment. You didn't enjoy that? Uh, I did not enjoy recruitment. <laughs>
0: no. Tell you what, we've had. Some definite
1: yeah.
0: career meltdowns.
1: Yeah, definitely. I just I don't think I enjoy the sales. No, it's I'm all, all very like
0: money, yeah. money focus,
1: and it's a lot of like it's a lot of pretending to be someone you're not kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's not very that's not um, something you're very I just, good at.
1: No, I'm dreadful at that, <laughs> and I can't like, like. It was a lot of like not lying, but you kind of have to coax your way in in the door.
0: Yeah, I don't like that at all.
1: And it's kind of sleazy. Like you ring up first, to, like find out about the company and who's head of hiring for people like who's the head of HR who's this who's that and they have to go back and like ask for that person and nine out of ten times they hate recruitment people because they waste their time
0: I mean i when so. every job I've had um, I've had recruiters get hold of me and ask me is there a job available in your department blah 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 and I'm always like delete email delete email and when they ring me I've always just been like sorry no we yeah. don't re- we like do our own recruitment
1: you like target of 40 calls a day to potential new clients and then you have to speak to a certain amount but amount of times that people just hang up the phone on you
0: <laughs> soul destroying soul destroying yeah and i'm probably one of those people let's be honest
1: i remember them saying oh, you have to be good with rejection and in my head i was thinking i am awful rejection but <laughs> well, i just went yeah sure I am great with it that's great yeah so good at rejection
0: I think to be honest there's a lot of people that stay in careers that they aren't happy with just because of the money or because they feel like they have to and i think the one problem I've always had is I've as soon as I've recognized that that career isn't serving me and I'm miserable and I'm not enjoying it I go okay this isn't for me and the longer I stay in it the more unhappy I'm gonna be so actually the best thing for me to do is Is to quit and and try something else, and maybe it's just the company, maybe it's the work. But I think you know I've done that a few times, and Mm -hmm. I kind of I run.
1: Yeah. Luckily for me in the recruitment one, I got made redundant, so that Mm -hmm. kind of. Because if I if I hadn't have been made redundant, then I I would have left anyway, because I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. So and then I fell into being a bar manager and really enjoyed that one.
0: That was much more.
1: Yeah, I do enjoy that. I
0: think sometimes jobs like that are really looked down on, but if you enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and I do always enjoy it, but I think for me it's the unsociable hours that are the the killer.
0: But also I think like life's all about find like my dad always taught me when I was a kid do what you love and you'll never work again and Mm. I think that's true as soon as you find something you love like for me I, I love YouTube I love now I love podcasting um and I love presenting and that's stuff that I've always sort of really found enjoyment in and then when I've obviously not done jobs that have that aspect or are those jobs I don't enjoy it and really, what I need to do is just find my way into the job that I really want, my dream job, and work my little butt off.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's it, isn't it? It's is, it's just finding that thing that you do love, and then just going for it and pursuing it. Sure. But I suppose. Finding it's the hardest part yeah. if you don't really know what you want to do.
0: You can find your calling at any page. at
1: any age, absolutely. Yeah. Even yeah, like my granddad,
0: he's almost 90 and he is retired. But as like a little side gig, he makes videos on like trains and
1: loves his trains. He
0: loves his trains. He does love his he's trains. got he's got this huge passion for it, and he still does it now. And it's something that he's sort of found a little bit later in life, and devotes so much of his time to it, and loves it, and makes yeah. money off it. And I mean that took him quite a long time mm. to find it but i mean he's doing it now and,
1: and he definitely would not define that as work no
0: and that, i think he, that's the he, important he, thing yeah, He loves that. um and i'm not saying that you're going to leave university and be like bam straight into my favorite job i'm so lucky i love this job it's the best thing that's ever happened to me sometimes it takes you years and years and years sometimes yeah. it does just fall into your lap and you have a very long happy career and everyone's different
1: there are lots of people who do the whole like uni then straight into the job and the thing that they've studied and blah 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 really enjoy it for maybe like five years and then one day just wake up and be like I hate this yeah I'm just gonna move anywhere else in the world and go and enjoy myself for a bit I'm so fed up
0: there's the me saying and Chris saying you know we've sort of left jobs not enjoyed them sometimes people don't have the luxury to do that oh absolutely not I think we've both been lucky that we've kind of always saved money yeah. enough I've always had that sort of I don't know what the word is I've basically always given myself some sort of savings to fall back mm. on so that if I'm not enjoying it a buffer. I, yeah a buffer. I have an, escape, like an escape escape an escape plan I have, I have yeah an escape plan essentially for a job and i won't leave myself in a situation where i can't pay rent or i just can not afford to live no yeah. like i'll always make sure i'm okay and i also want to say this doesn't mean that i just like jump from job to job so no. if you are a future <laughs> employer
1: they were just about to slide into that dm with i'm the, not flighty with the job offer.
0: i'm not flighty and i will talk to my boss about it before i do leave but generally if if it's if it's not a sort of enjoyable job for me i'm not going to stay in it and make the company then suffer
1: and yourself suffer <laughs>
0: yeah I don't, I don't want myself and the company to suffer with someone who's not enjoying it. And you can see that in their work, you know, like I think as dedicated as you can be to a company when you're not enjoying it, you're not producing the best kind of work.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think towards the end of my recruitment career, I definitely wasn't.
0: 100% in it anymore. No,
1: and I was definitely not as productive as I could have been. Even though on, on my final week, I did nearly get two people into jobs, but they both didn't turn up on the first day, so. Brilliant. Yeah, that kind of solidified the whole, <laughs> I hate this job. Not, yeah. not ready for that. <laughs> like sent me over the edge but I
0: can imagine.
1: yeah that was that was tough it's quite funny but it's all things that make you stronger isn't it life lessons indeed, and all indeed. that and now it's led to here where we are
0: in a little bit of an unknown situation yeah but it's okay it's okay i think we've got the determination we've got the drive to mm. kind of pick ourselves up and put ourselves into something we love and we're not lazy people we've always worked
1: yeah I, I, I do yeah definitely not the sort of people who could go without a job for a long period of time i think this is this is definitely the longest i've gone without a job since i was 16
0: yeah and it's not very enjoyable uh, it's
1: not it's not nice i wouldn't recommend it it's been a little bit easier being in lockdown but I you here, don't really feel it as much because you can't really go out and do that much anyway no i do feel a little bit suffocated inside
0: being in lockdown has given at least us the opportunity to reflect on our career so far and what we wanted yeah. to do. and I, I obviously I've now come to this epiphany of I want to be a tv presenter I want to be able to make podcasting and youtubing part of my career and so I'm gonna fight tooth and nail to do it if you go into it thinking you're gonna fail or go into it thinking well, I'm not good enough I'm not gonna be able to do this then you probably aren't if you've got the right mentality and you've got the persistence you've got the
1: the get up and go
0: the get up and go and the want to do it then you'll do it what I I strongly believe. And yeah. so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah.
1: Similarly, I just had, a, had an epiphany that I would like to do some sort of coding and then looked into it a bit more and found some courses. And now I'm obviously not the best coder in the world, but I can definitely code. You'll get there. Yeah. I'd, I'd go as far as saying I could code a web page now and design something. And hire him. Hire me now. But it's just improving on that. And there's a lot of learning left to go. So it's just having the drive and motivation to want to do better and really pursue it, which I think I now have. Yeah. Because I'm enjoying it. And that's the main thing.
0: And fingers crossed by 28, we'll both be in career enjoying ourselves and looking back on this time thinking oh what fun it was not knowing what we were doing and now here we are
1: maybe we should do another career podcast a year from now yeah and
0: see where we're at and
1: reflect upon how far we've come
0: thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i hope you've enjoyed our conversation yeah
1: are you going to thank me for coming yeah thank
0: you for coming on yeah i hope you've enjoyed being on here and being my first guest
1: i feel honored (laughs) and truly special that i was already in the house when you decided to do it
0: (laughs) and if you want to find chris on socials you can find him at
1: chrisw024 on instagram on, on instag
0: and you can find me on instagram hayley morris 3 or you can find me just typing in hayley morris on youtube if you want to watch any of my videos
1: if you want to offer me a job then i'm on linkedin too
0: <laughs> and i will speak to you all next sunday for episode three of conversation time